Combos. We back in motion. Last week I deleted basketball, and Draymond Green is trying to be the first pass rusher, you know, to do numbers in the NBA and the NFL. Would you like to have him be, you know, outside linebacker for the Ravens? Because he needs, you know, a new job. In the meantime, he's suspended indefinitely by the NBA after punching <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic in the face. He said it was an accident, but you know. He's a legendary goon that gets in trouble. So would you take Draymond as, you know, an extra pass rusher for the Ravens? Oh no, He needs to be in the MMA, not NFL. What? Why not? What? He's an MMA nigga. He ain't no football player. He's an MMA fighter. Come on, man. Deacon Jones would be happy to see those type of moves. Remember, he, he used to love head slapping brothers and giving them concussions in the head time. Yeah, that Draymond is crazy. He really spun around and bitch slapped him like like that's a part of basketball. <laughs> and you know he what really you, you know what Yusuf Nurkic said? Yeah, he said he needs help. He yeah, said, something's wrong with that brother. See, that's what I'm saying, man. Because the Europeans become too hip hop. I'm like very that. happy that Draymond suspended. It's not gonna be that long, maybe like five games. I'm just happy that he's in trouble. Like he really thinks he can just choke people and kick people in the nuts and just not play basketball and be important. He is important. <laughs> that nigga is wild. It reminds me of when Ron Artest elbowed James Harden in the head. Yeah, that was legendary. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> James Harden tried thinking, to like be in the way. I was, was thinking like, about that the other day. Like, man, I wonder was that I was trying to remember if that was in the playoffs or not. It was. Yeah, because I remember, yeah, he was X. Yeah, that was the when that was 2011. I remember it now, the first round. Yeah. He was trying to like um Ron Artest scored. James Harden was trying to like get in his way, getting back on uh up the court. And he was like acting like he was just getting excited, it was like, ah, ah, get your ass yeah. out of here. Elbowed him right in his little mohawk. Hit him in that head top, confuse you. <laughs> he really elbowed him in the head. That was dangerous. Yeah, man. Shout out to Ron Artest, aka Metal World Peace. You know. Mm -hmm. Did Not you watch? Peaceful. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying I wasn't that peaceful. Yeah, yeah, it kind of did. It calmed down. It calmed down James Harden. I never seen him yell on the court again. So I think it mm -hmm. calmed him down. But uh, you know. How do you feel about uh, the Grammys 50th anniversary celebration? You know, did you watch it? Do you give a damn about it? I give a damn about it, but I didn't watch it. I don't really watch award shows or nothing like that. I heard some of the names that were there which sounded pretty cool. But, um, yeah, this whole 50th hip hop thing wasn't good. This whole year wasn't like. They should have like threw the party themselves. It seems like they expected other people to throw the party for them. And that's why it sucks. Well, you know, they they do what they do, you know. They have to, since they don't really, you know, involve themselves in the hip hop culture, they hire black people that are hip and are down and that can do the recruiting for them. Like one of the people or two of the people that I know that was helping the Grammys was Questlove and LL Cool J. KRS-One said the Grammys asked him, he turned them down. 
they had LL Cool J call him and he said, nah, you can't ignore hip hop for 49 years and now try to act like y'all down with us to make money off us. And, you know, and then MC Hammer said, nah, hip hop, you niggas shitted on me for 30 years and now y'all want me to body pop be the first nigga to lead off. He probably felt disgusted by that too. Y'all want me to go first over who? I'm bigger than all those boys. So I can see how he got mad. I heard uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince close the show. And I'm like, what? I mean, I guess. I, I know we'll see. Yeah, they, they're not. Why are they closing the show? I thought they're not run DMC. They're not like, uh, <laughs> they're not Jay-Z. But I guess whatever. Maybe that was the most. Not NWA. Yeah, well, they're easy. He's dead. So you can't Still, do that. They're not Dr. Dre and Cube and Ren and Yella. They're not um Snoop Dogg. They're not 50 Cent. Yeah, I guess, yeah, well, so I guess, yeah, that's what it is, the star power, you know. So I didn't care to watch that. You know, I didn't watch none of these old ceremonies. I didn't really care about it. Shout out to Nas. You know, he's one of my favorite artists ever. He had like an eight-hour concert that I heard was tight. It's all on YouTube. I'll never tune in. It's not for me. I'm going to definitely check that out. Yeah, I do appreciate all the people coming together and making that money. 1979, I look at it as the real, the real, real hip hop, hip hop birthday, because that's when people started putting out songs, because before that, they were just in the park partying and doing routines. But when hip hop became an actual business and they said, we're going to make songs and albums, that's when I look at it like it really began. So 2029, I'll turn up then. The 50th year anniversary of Rapper's Delight. But yeah, this, been... this fake 1973 anniversary. And... <laughs> I know Jamaicans finessing when I see it. Shout out Cool Herc and his sister getting that bread. <laughs> it would have been nice if they had all the um, like the biggest record labels like Cash Money, Bad Boy, can't do that anymore. Um, Death Row, like all of these people are controversial. You can't Rock, do nothing. <laughs> Rockefeller. They're dead. I mean, it tight if they had like people, the, all these businesses are dead. It just would have been tight to have like Run DMCs and like some of the big um companies of the 90s and stuff like that. That would have been really cool. Hey man, all these people are troublemakers and in jail, man. Russell Simmons is in Bali. Oh yeah, so death did nine lie detector tests. Snoop owns uh, Death Row now. He could have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they could have had um Juvenile and them on there. They could have yeah. had um, you know, it would have been cool if Jay Z was like, hey not, man, Jay Z, like, like how he is. He has too know? much money. He doesn't have time for you, now. Exactly. I'm telling you, Dream World. It'll be cool if like it wasn't like that and like. The important so you want Jay Z to be show. broke so he would have to do stuff like that to be around, leave him alone. No, I just would be cool if like our legends like did stuff like that because they never do. We get like the little side shows all the time. Hey man, Nas did something that was nice, that's good enough. That's all you, yeah. Need. But it's supposed to be Nas, Snoop, Jay Z, Cash I think Money, Snoop Dogg was there, Swiss Beats do like a little DMX thing, right. Eminem, that would be tight. Swiss beats. I feel like rock and roll, they get the they pull up to their stuff, it seems. Yeah, I don't know. I don't pay attention, so I'm, I'm not gonna act like they do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they be pulling up. Hey man, what's the last rock and roll event they did that you saw niggas pull up? I'm the lyrical Jesse James. Um public enemy should have been there. Yeah, you know.
Yeah, what's the last white event that they had their gods pull up? I don't know. I just remember when I was a kid, yeah, like Ozzy and them be pulling up. When I was a kid, Ozzy and them be pulling up and that's shit. That's what I'm saying. Ozzy Newsom is like Ozzy Newsom is like a C level nigga, B level nigga. He ain't Paul McCartney nigga. Osborne. Yeah, Osborne. I saw Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy Osborne. He's not an A list nigga. That's why he was yeah, doing yeah. reality TV. A <laughs> list niggas gonna do reality TV. Burnt. Who's a list rock and rollers then? That's what I was saying. Paul McCartney, uh, the Rolling. That nigga ain't no rock and roller. Who? He is. Paul McCartney is a doo wop ass nigga. <laughs> he's a rock Beach and roll. Boy. Beach boy ass nigga. Nah, he's a rock and roll nigga. <laughs> he is. Well, okay, Rolling Stones. That's a good one. I'm just saying. Aerosmith, like you can't name like twenty niggas. Aerosmith that's like above Aerosmith. They're like B list boys too. Pink Floyd. That's... Shout out Roger Waters, my boy. You can't really name twenty people that's above Black Sabbath. Mm. Trying to act like he's uh not A list. Like what are you talking about? Black Pink Floyd, that experimental I shit. I can name twenty people over Black Sabbath. Pink Floyd, that experimental shit. Who are you gonna name? If I just would... name ten. Ten, okay. I'll give you the Rolling Stones. I'll give you the Beatles. I'll give you the Who. I'll give you Led Zeppelin. I'll give you Pink Floyd. That's five. I'll give you... Uh, am I you just two? talking white bands? Oh, yeah. U2 is way above them. Mm -hmm. uh, who else? I feel like Black Sabbath is in there with like all of them. Nah, the Who? The who? Did I, I didn't say The Who. Yeah, you said above. The Who. You said oh, the I who. did? Okay. Um... Damn, trying to think of another one. So Black Sabbath just has a few popular songs that I know, and that's why I think that. Nah, they not acting like they trash. They're legendary for sure, but they not like when you're talking about the greatest bands ever, they not up there, up there like the other niggas. They they legends for sure. They first I think I'm thinking mostly metal, because the who and all them, aren't they like punk and all that? Yeah. The Doors and Sex Pistols. Yeah, yeah. The Doors are above them, too. Sex Pistols, too. Yeah. Shout oh, out. Yeah, that's what they are. They're metal niggas. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're metal niggas. ACDC bigger than them. Uh, Metallica. Yeah, well, yeah. Metallica. Yeah, hey, wait. Nirvana. Hey, man. Rest in peace. Corn. I don't know if they're bigger. Oh, oh all right. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, man, I'm sure Ozzy Osbourne is... Ozzy Osbourne, I'm sure, is an A-list nigga, but you know, when you be when you when you do reality TV, you lose your luster, man. Look at look at Whitney Houston. She's an A-list, one of the greatest vocalists ever, but she became a joke because of how we saw her on reality TV. She became a meme, unfortunately, before she passed away. So yeah, you're right. He is an A-list guy, but not on compared to those other boys. But he is A-list, though. He is. It's just Damn, Aerosmith is not hot, huh? Aerosmith is down there. Yeah, they're not above. Yeah, they're not above Black Sabbath. Bon Jovi. Oh, man, well he's he's done his thing. Springsteen is he rock? I don't know what the hell. He yeah, is. he's he's a list for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. But hey, man, you you saw some OGs and some young G's from. Your old days, you know, and they were confused how you were evaluating and ranking things, right? Break it down. Well, Brandon was, you know, Brandon's kind of, he's more open-minded and stuff. He likes <laughs> MF Doom and stuff, so he can kind of get with stuff. Delonte, I ran into Delonte and Brandon. They some uh, some of my homies from back in the days. 
both of them are taller than me now. I think Brandon been taller than me, but Delonte's taller than me now, which is weird because he was always short growing up. Yeah, but um, confused. Yeah, he's tall as hell now. But um, yeah, he just started ask, talking to me about music and shit. Mentioned J Cole, like yeah, J Cole cool, like you know, he, you know, I was like he cool, like, and I told him I was like I I rock with Future a lot, that's who I be listening to a lot. And he was like, what Future? Oh my God, Future? Are you kidding me? Like he just couldn't believe it. I was like, yeah, I was like I think Future better than J Cole to me. Like J Cole's more lyrical, but I like Future's music way more. And he was like, he doesn't even rap about anything. He doesn't even uh, like he hates Taylor Swift and Future. And I was telling him like, look, man, like you're young, like. We're both young, but I have an older brother. Like all that lyrical miracle shit that you like from J. Cole, I get I've had the better version of that from like Jay-Z and Nas and Biggie and all that. Like I've listened to fucking most deaf, all that shit. I don't need that shit no more. Like and he just couldn't believe it. And he argued with me about it for like an hour, like an hour and a half. Like he just <laughs> could not believe what his future said that's no good. Like, like what has he said that's this and that? I'm like, bro, I can't give you no lines. Like it's just he's He's more creative. He has songs for girls. He got songs I can work out to. He got street songs. He's a good street rapper. He got R&B shit. He got experimental shit. Like, I was like telling him, I like J. Cole's last album, the one with Cameron in the beginning, but, and J. Cole kills his verses, like the Benny the Butcher hook and um, Looking for Trouble, Kanye, Good Friday, all that stuff. But yeah, man, I'm more of a Future fan. Like he just could not believe it. He thinks 2 Chains is better than Future. Yeah, a lot of people used to think that too. That used to be a debate back in the day. So I just he thinks Gucci's better than Future too. Hey, a lot of people do, you know. Which I can respect that. Two chains, I'm not really going for that. And then J. Cole, like, no, buddy, I'm sorry. But he says Lupe Fiasco is his favorite rapper ever. Oh, I was like, that nigga is better than J. Cole. Like, yeah. So. And shout out to yeah, Two Chains. He got in a car accident. He's blessed. He's he's good. Mm -hmm. Luckily, nothing crazy happened to him. So, yeah, good for him. Mm -hmm. I like Two Chains. You know, Basil, fan fan of him. You said what? I like Two Chains. I'm just not like a fan fan. I don't know about that, but you like to disrespect him a lot. So. No, I don't. He's cool. He's just not. I'm just not necessarily a fan. You I always like, hated on that man. He killed his mercy verse. I know that much. Whoa, man. That's the best he did 10, 12 years ago. That's tight. He did yeah. mercy. At least he did show. something good once in his career. That's good. He killed and he killed the um damn, what was the song he did um with future, the remix? Mix yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed that joint. Oh man, shout out to Two Chains. He respected you in 2011, 2012, man. You was good back then. Vibe, it's a vibe, it's cool. Oh, okay. Oh, something newer. Six years ago. I didn't uh my brother tried to play Collie <laughs> Grove for me and it didn't work. Which one? The new one? Yeah, they did they remixed ballin', big ballin'. Yeah, like, yeah, you didn't like it. Nah, play that original for me. You play. don't like 50 Cent being the narrator to that? I didn't even hear that. <laughs> My brother tried. I just wasn't moving to it at all. It was okay, but yeah, that album wasn't terrible. It was cool, but yeah, my... What were you speaking about, Art Basil? Art Basil. That's where 2 Chains was when he got in that accident. I can say Basil if I want. Hmm. Who says it has to be Basil? 
That's the that's the pronunciation of it. Art Basel. Says who? Says the people that created the joint, the whites. Nigga, it's an A in it. I can use it. The letter A how I want. Oh yeah, I'll be forgetting. You 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 old school. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. This is America, man. You can pronounce shit wrong. That's yeah, what we, we do as Americans. Yeah. <laughs> we run the world. I'm gonna listen to nobody else's pronunciation of shit. Mm -hmm. I can say Colorado if I want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Even though I say Rado, I don't say. Yeah, Rado. of course. We know how you behave. You don't act like this around the whites. Come on. And man. I say I say Nicaragua. I don't say Nicaragua. I mean, no one says that for real. Shit, yeah, right? Ain't nobody whites, say that. The whites say that. They say Nicaragua. Nah, we ain't. We talking about hey, man. Ain't nobody looking for them. God bless them. But uh, last time I heard about someone from that area was Manuel Noriega. All right, so good luck. I wonder why they're not good at soccer. Because they're Central Americans. America isn't they... good at soccer, so why would you expect the places around them to be good? Yeah, I feel like South America ain't even that tight at soccer for real. They are. Uruguay, Uruguay is pretty good, right? And then Brazil and Argentina. Chile is good. Ecuador is solid. Colombia is good. Yeah, niggas are good down there. What about Bolivia? Nope. Yeah, that's not good. Well, you know, the, those are the, you know, the indigenous homies. They ain't really that balling. <laughs> indigenous homies. Yeah, Peru ain't that good. Yeah, Shout out weird. my boy Kevin Carrillo. I grew up with him on the highway. He was from Peru. Yeah, that's weird. That's supposed to be good at that. I don't understand. No, they're not. How's your to let Dreamon play football, trying to make him be an MMA guy. How's your good, but... Bolivia ain't good. That don't make sense. Hey, man. That's like asking why is Maryland good at basketball, but Delaware isn't? <laughs> what does it mean? Just because you're close to something don't mean you're going to have it. Right? Delaware, something. I don't know. I don't know what they're good at. Uh, see, be respectful. Don't you <laughs> got big homies from Delaware? No, I don't. Big I drove through it. You. I drove through and couldn't wait to get the fuck out of there. Oh, man. I'm going to tell on you. I don't give a damn. Well, anywho, at Art Basel, the reason why I brought it up is because Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign had a album listening party. A lot of people were in the building. Chris Brown, Kodak Black, Freddie Gibbs, Lil Durk, Bump J. Uh, who else did I see on that stage? Of course, shout out his kids. Kanye's kids were there. Northwest has a track on the album. Everybody's telling the Donis to get his bars up and his swag up because North has more flavor than him. I don't think North wrote it. I don't know. She might have. And I think Adonis wrote his. Yeah, he I, he better have wrote that because yeah, I don't think an Adele would write that. Because <laughs> to me, did you say Adele? Huh? Did you say an Adele? Yeah, man, I'm mixing it up, man. That's how them New Yorkers say it. I hate that. Changing up the pronunciations, man. Adult. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't think North. I think North probably came up with the words, but Kanye or somebody helped him with the flow. Kanye don't even write his rhymes. Now you're trying to say he wrote his daughter's rhyme? Look how jealous you are. Somebody helped him with that flow. You think I'm jealous of North? Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm jealous of North? It was kind never of wrote no flow like that. I said she didn't write her letter. Somebody wrote that. It was kind of swaggy, but I don't know if she came up with that on her own. 
Look at him, jealous. You said you were excited for this album, and your big takeaway is North's bars and flow. I mean, I kind of am not as much. It sounds like he's about to be like post 2016 Kanye still. So it's about to get a little weird on this album. That like he, you know, he doesn't want to make rap anymore. He wants to make like, I don't know, opera and all this other stupid shit. But I don't know. Kodak, I don't know. It just seems too like cinematic and not music anymore. Girls aren't going to be able to dance. He's been scaring the hoes for a long time now. Ever since the bleached asshole lyrics, yeah. Ever since Jesus, he's been scaring hoes. He's really scared hoes since Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, 808s for real. He's been scaring hoes for a long time. He's been scaring hoes for fifteen years. Yeah. Hmm. You don't party this album? 808s and heartbreak. Um. This uh, uh heartless maybe. I'm sure they like a few other songs, but to be sad too. Yeah, girls like to be sad to music. That's what R and B is, right? Sometimes they do like to be sad. That shit's annoying. <laughs> That's why Mary J. Blige is the queen. She's their future. She's the queen of hip hop soul. Oh well. <laughs> Who made that up? Puffy Combs? Get him out of here. Faith Evans is in hip hop soul. If I had to put people in that genre. But um Playboy Cardi's on this album? Yeah, yeah, Kanye's about supposedly to make future supposedly on it too. He, you know, he always gets a lot of brothers to help him out, especially more now in this era than ever. Yeah, I, I watched the joint. Uh, sound still sounds like the same gothic swag he's been on, you know, for a while, especially starting with the Donda era. So, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna listen to it if it drops because. Kanye's the king of pushing back release dates, but yeah, I'll listen to it, but yeah, I'm not excited, though. I'm only excited just because he's dropping an album, but I'm not really excited for the album. I'm just excited that Kanye's back. That's what's up. He makes things um, interesting. Word, word. Well, and I think they're going to take his black clansman stuff is like anti-semitic again hey man he had that in the uh what's it called video New black skinhead oh black skinhead 10 years ago so hey <laughs> he's been on his campaign do you respect him for dropping the album during hanukkah though what is he trying to prove once again anti-semitic stuff <laughs> not saying that he's anti-semitic but Whoa. i'm saying that's what Whoa, Some are you trying years. to say I didn't mean it like that? Whoa, what's yeah, that? I don't want to put I'm not gonna like say he's being anti-Semitic, but I feel like they're gonna try to make those kind of connections. And does anybody actually know when Hanukkah starts? Nobody knows that shit. <laughs> hey man, I some niggas it. don't even go to synagogues and they be celebrating Hanukkah. I've seen it on the calendar. Nigga, I did not know. It's eight days, man. I didn't know shit about Hanukkah. I did not know when I it started. He said, I'm going to this a Hanukkah. He's and dropping I'm, it on Kwanzaa. And I'm going to know it's not Kwanzaa starts on the day after Christmas. He's dropping it on Friday during Hanukkah. And the bird logo, the album's called Vultures. He told Todd Dollars, I'm telling we the vultures. Yeah, he, they're vultures and their logo is the same as the German military. So this nigga's a sicko. <laughs> That's why he had to get Kodak on there. Well, of course, I need another sick. Well, yeah, Kodak 
Kodak is a Jew, so no, the vulture. Oh yeah, he is a he's a Jewish vulture. He has a vulture tatted on his forehead. I don't. I, I heard it's offensive if you call if you say they're a Jew. Kodak is Jewish. His name is Bill Israel. That's not his he name. He got a Jewish man on his album. He should get shine. He's a Jew. Name ain't no damn Bill Israel, huh? His name's not no damn Bill Israel. <laughs> it's like Octave or something. No, that's his government name. That's what the the system named him. He renamed himself Bill Kahan Capri. Yeah, man, young Bill. Wilson Octave was his name. Yeah, Bill Israel, man. He has an album called Bill Israel, I think. Because you let a Jew break up my crew. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, check out 2020, Bill Israel. That's when Kodak converted, allegedly. Hmm, I wonder if he's down with Amari Stoudemire. Oh, yeah, shout out to him, another black Jewish man. He's doing his thing. I think Zab Judah is, too. Mmm, shout out to Brooklyn. We doing it big this weekend. But anywho, let's talk about an album that yo Nicki Minaj is also on this album, finally putting out new body. Kanye's been teasing this song for five years. She put out her album, Pink Friday 2. It's been highly anticipated for a while. It's projected to do over 190,000 and become the number one album in America. Did you listen to this album? And if so, how did you feel about it? I listened to half of it. And then I listened to one of the songs at the end. Um, what? I listened to all the way into everybody. And then I listened to the feature song. So I didn't listen to the other um 11 songs i listened to 10 so i listened to half of it and then i listened to 10 more so uh one more song so i missed out on 10 songs and i heard a little, little bit of the uh forward from trini song but um for what i did here it's not a bad album it's not for me but i like what i like about the album is how girly it sounds i feel like she's really good at making girly sound in hip-hop like it sounded pink and barbie-ish and I think that's good. I feel like none of the um, female rappers of today, besides Doja, Doja's still the best to me right now, but none of the female rappers um, can make like girly sounding rap to me. They make like masculine sounding rap. And I think that's what makes Nicki um, stand out from them. So, you know, she had a few breakup songs. She had a few love songs. Um, wasn't bad. I like that she called it Nicki Hendrix and she had future Hendrix on there, you know, being like on his R&B swag. The Everybody song with Uzi is pretty fun. Can't wait to hear some house remixes of it. That Car Cowgirl song is fun. Um, Of course, um, Fuck the Club Up is tight. And um, Big Difference, I think, is like one of my favorite songs, too. Not a bad album. I thought people weren't going to like it, but people like it, so... Good for her. So I think it was it was a success. Still didn't hear Super Freaky Girl though. Super Freaky Grandma. What did you think of it? Being that you were by disrespecting. What do you think about it? You being a I'm well, I didn't mean to any disrespect. That's what Lotto yeah, called her. Super yeah, freaky grandma. Yeah. Lotto said that, not me. She's but, years old. She's still a beautiful young lady. Who uh Nikki? Yes. She's a very, very, very beautiful woman. 
young um, lady too. Nikki's amazing. I have nothing he's bad to say about her. He doesn't want to call her a young lady. See America? See world? See how he's she trying might. to ageism on her? I mean, she's a woman. Yeah, she's a woman and a lady. She is a lady. What'd you think about it? Uh, since you like were one of the earliest barbs I've ever met. Oh no, never that. You are, I, a barb. Nah, everybody that knows knows that Jamal used to be the biggest Nicki Minaj fan out there. He once told me Nicki Minaj was the best rapper in the world, and I couldn't believe it because you know I was raised to not listen to women, you know, their music that much. So. Oh, Jamal's always been progressive, and I do give him props for that. But uh, listening to this album, it was cool. Too long. It was interesting how much she tried to sing, and then a young lady told me, yeah, she always be trying to get her singing on. And some people feel like it's like Drake to a detriment that all this singing takes away from how good she can rap and making rap songs. So... I've seen people say they didn't like how melodic the album was. Yeah, this album, I'm not going to crank it again. I do like a couple of tracks, though. Um, Big Difference was cool. Everybody was cool, but that Uzi verse was trash. Red Ruby, The Sleaze is cool. Cowgirl's cool. Drake, you're a villain for giving her this old, more life. <laughs> Lucy, you could tell that joint's old. It was the last Afro Beats song Drake put out. Beep Beep was cool. I heard there's a new version with 50 Cent on it. Yeah, I heard it. I was looking for it. I was like, where is this at? I didn't see this on the album. And then there's a... I, I like her gospel song that she did <laughs> with uh, Tasha Cobbs Leonard. Shout out to Benny X on the beat. That joint was a tight beat. Benny X, man, producer of the year. You even making gospel beats now? Go ahead, brother. And yeah, I, I think uh, the Just the Memories joint, the outro was solid too. It is a good album. Shout out to No Name, though. I think she has the better album. She has one of the best rap albums this year. And I know you said Doja Cat's the best. Yeah, I'll give you that on the mainstream. But I think, uh, you know, not to put women in a category, because I think they're nice enough to compete against men, especially this era of men. Hey, they, the women have more skills. But No Name's album is way fire, shorter. Great versatility and sound, melody, harmony, but nah, Nikki's album is good. It's definitely gonna do numbers. All the women seem to be enjoying it. So when women are happy, then men should be happy. So shout out Nikki Minaj. She said she has a deluxe dropping soon. She says she has another song with future where they rapping. So looking forward to hearing that. And it's funny that 50 Cent gave more effort to Nicki Minaj's album than he did for Nas's album. But then I reminded myself that 50 Cent is a businessman and he knows way more people are going to listen to Nicki Minaj than Nas. So I'm going to give Nas that bullshit and work hard for Nicki. I respect it. In the South, they say, 50, we feeling you, man. Mm. I get it cracking like a bad bag. Bitch talking she the queen when she looking like a rap lad. I'm Angelina. You, Jennifer. Come on, bitch. You seen where Brad at? Whoa. Yeah, yeah see? <laughs> He's a, see? I'm not a barb. Yeah, you are, son? No, <laughs> I'm not a barb. Yeah, see? Delonte asked you to name Future, to spit Future. You didn't know what to do, but you rapped that Nikki fast. I can't spit no Future for him. Really? He's not going to 
to a J. Cole fan, it ain't gonna be nothing. He needs like I'm doing this like that, and I'm doing this like this, and all this other bullshit. I didn't get girls. I was in the library studying. That's that's the kind of shit he wants to hear, like logic and shit. Like yeah. I was riding with my coworker yesterday. All I heard was like Mick Jenkins and like just all that logic-y type stuff. I was just like, whoa, this is what he listens to. Uh, Alchemist and Action Bronson song came on, but he skipped it for some reason. But uh, that's all I heard in his car. So some niggas like all that, like, I'm like not tight type of music. <laughs> I'm not tight. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I wish I saved that tweet where uh some guy, I think it was a young lady, tweeted that uh Brent Fias sings like he he struggles with getting bad bitches. <laughs> Damn. But he and you know, women like him, but I think yeah, now I wish I could find the exact phrase because he do kind of be singing like he's nervous, like he don't know what to do sometimes. He's trying to sabotage it because he doesn't know how to win. But oh, yeah, and he also played the Corday and Anderson Pox song. Mm, did you enjoy it? Nah. Anderson Pack did his thing though. <laughs> he's in my fast. <sighs> Shout out to Kenny Mason. That's another project I listened to. He put out a three-track EP. Hall nine, still highway nine, excuse me. Um, you know, he's on his rock swag, still sampling rock music. Coop did a beat on here. He's been grinding with Coop mostly recently, but this EP is solid. He's gearing up for an album, I think, coming out in March called Nine. Check out Kenny Mason if you're not aware. I fuck with his album six that dropped earlier this year. It's not a reference to Jamal. This is just what he dropped June 6th. Kenny Mason's not Angelic Hood Rat, right? That's King Carson? No, that's that's him. I get them niggas mixed up. Yeah, I guess. They're both named Ken and from Atlanta. Uh, Mason, but, Carson. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, check out Kenny Carson. I said Kenny, Kenny Mason's joint. Shout out to Ken Carson, though, too. Fighting my Carson is the one that's on Opium, right? Yeah, Fighting My Demons is one of the best songs to come out this year. That joint's fire. Hmm. But uh, yeah, man. Speaking of Ken Carson, Atlanta, Playboy Cardi, his boss, put out a song and a music video on his Ghost Instagram page yeah. <laughs> called, called "You're the Moon." Uh, I saw a lot of people talking about how they liked the style. He was, you know, back on that baby voice swag. You hear his ad-libs? Yeah. <laughs> like, he was, like, using them. Yeah. yeah, he was doing a lot of stuff on it. Um, He's threatening Benji, you know, an affiliate of uh, the henchman. You know, I was outside looking for Benji. He's talking about being in Main Street Studios, almost getting it cracking. Because, hey, like you said, you mentioned it. He's a gangster rapper. I think you're, <laughs> you're right. See? You see, how you, you see how you speak things into existence? Now, he's, more, he's gang banging. He's definitely more gangster than Uzi. Hell yeah, way more gangster. And uh, he put out another snippet with Swamp Izzo, and he was gang banging on that. Disrespect the five, I put your ass in the food chain. Swamp is so. Yeah, people <laughs> are excited by that joint because, hey, 
It looks like Playboy Cardi wants to bring back that mixtape vibe as well. If you guys aren't aware about Swamp Izzo, he's a real Atlanta legend. He DJed and hosted a lot of the early Young Scooter mixtapes. Uh, Future, he's done work with Future. Shout out to uh, Rich Gang. He signed the Rich Gang. He has a single with Future that came out a year or two ago called Three Cell Phones. That joins fire. Um, Swamp is also hosted like the first four Young Thug mixtapes. He's the DJ of Blue Flame. So he's a real fixture of Atlanta even though he's originally from South Carolina. But um, it looks like whatever this project Cardi is working on, whether it's called I Am Music, which is a reference to a Lil Wayne tattoo that he has on his head. And Lil Wayne had a, a tour called I Am the I Am Music Tour back in the days. Looks like Cardi's on that swag. So similar to like Whole lot of Red when Future was like the guy he was using as his reference point. Looks like Lil Wayne is his reference. And, you know, mixtape Lil Wayne is one of the greatest artists of all time. So maybe Cardi's trying to tap into that while doing a mixtape with uh, Swamp Izzo. So what do you think about the song he put out and the concept of Playboy Cardi potentially doing a mixtape? I think the song was pretty cool. I like that he was, it reminded me of like the older Cardi. I liked his ad-libs. Um, is that the, he had a fur coat on in that video right yeah i guess it's like green you talking about the green jacket oh yeah yeah i only saw the video like a little bit but i heard the song but um see I, i'm a, i still watch music videos so yeah i saw the video a lot of people are making uh you know gifts out of his movements some people like his dance moves yeah i like that he's doing all that stuff it seems like he's like he's done with his um is mysterious off. Yeah, it's like kind of furry, but um, it's pretty cool. I'm excited. I like seeing him like show up. Like I feel like he hid more for a whole lot of red than he's hiding now. Even when it was about to come out, he dropped uh, meh, but that was it. And then a whole lot of red came out. Now it seems like he's like, he even has that video with um Destroy Lonely in them that he's previewing. And he's taking pictures with Kanye. Like, he's like, he's not hiding as much. So, and then I, I, I always wonder if, like, Lil Uzi wasn't with DJ Drama, could he have been, like, better by now at this point? Because I bet he'd be looking at Cardi like, dang, man, this thing got his own world, his own label. He, he is sick. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just want to add to what you're saying, because what you're saying is very true. And to enhance your thoughts... I saw a clip of Little Uzi Vert telling like a reporter who was like interviewing him. He, at the time, he was hanging out with Ken Carson and Destroy Lonely. And he said that Destroy Lonely and Ken Carson are cooler than him and they're fresher than him. And they styled that the outfit that he was wearing at that time. So he definitely wishes that he was a boss that had young, cool artists like that. He's he's definitely jealous. So not, I'm not going to say jealous, but. I'm sure he definitely wishes he was in a position like Cardi is to have cool artists that are, you know, doing their thing and that can inspire him. Yeah, because like, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. Like Cardi has his own world, his own label. Like he gets to be mysterious. Like, is who's Cardi signed to? Is he still signed to ASAP Rocky? Yeah, he's still on all, but uh 
he's on Aug through Interscope, and then his label Opium is also through Interscope. So currently, he has Ken Carson, Destroy Lonely, and Homicide Gang. Those are the three artists. And then he has as producers KP Beats, who produced You're the Moon, and then Art Dealer, who uh, is a dope producer, creative designer. He does one of the creators of the Rage Sound. Yeah, he does a lot of merch stuff. Um, he produced like seven beats on a whole lot of red. And it is cool just to see, uh, you know, the influence because Ken Carson is basically like a big influence on the whole lot of red sound because he was like an early guy in he's the, one rage of the early rage people, too. Yeah, because yep. he's a producer. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. He's not just the artist. He's helped innovate the sound, mm -hmm. he even produced on the pink tape. So, like, yeah, like, people need him. That's why, like, I was telling I think I told you last week or maybe one of the homies, like, even the song Teen X that Cardi made, that's, like, paying homage to Ken Carson because Ken Carson is Teen, teen X. He has a project called Teen X, and he even has a line where he's like, yeah, she said she met Ken Carson Teen X. And then there was even, like, a popular, like, uh, meme that this white kid made when Ken Carson was beefing with another dude and a guy was like talking to his mom, like, hey, mom, you heard about that Ken Carson can can beef? And the homie was like, man, I like can can. And his mom was like, man, he ain't Ken Carson. He ain't Teen X. And that mm. became like a popular drop for Ken Carson. So, like, yeah, they are cool, man. And Homicide Gang, they are, right. they're like the more street ones. They're like, they're the real, you know, five boys. I think Cardi just signed them for protection. And he made a song, Bino. Bino's one of the members. He mm -hmm. made a song called Bino on a whole lot of red. So, yeah, those boys inspire him a lot, and they keep him fresh and young. Because even though Playboy Cardi is young himself, he's 26. But Ken Carson's like 22, 23. Destroy Lonely's like 23, 24. So they're a couple years younger. They're more, you know, in tune to what's going on. So like you mentioned, it looks like they're going to have a posse cut on this project where all of them are on the song together. So that'll be cool. That's the new snippet they're teasing today. It seems like Cardi, like, cultivated his fan base, starved him, gave them a whole lot of red, starved him even more, had his artists kind of feed his fan base in between. And now he's about to, like, drop a bomb on his fan base by doing a posse cut with them. They're, like, excited for this song. And... It's just weird. Like he don't. It never seemed like he had like a mentor or like a big homie in his way. Like how Uzi seemed like he always had some type of like mentor, big homie type of nigga in the way. What do you mean? You mean like DJ Drama slowing down Uzi's releases because he didn't think he was ready? Or yeah, DJ Drama and Cannon like being like him being involved with them. Like Cardi's not involved with like nobody like that. Like ASAP Rocky seems like he got the fuck out the way. Yeah, because he's an artist, so he understands how people need their creative freedom. So that's like one of the instances where signing to a rapper didn't hold back an artist. Sure, ASAP has signed ASAP Rocky has signed other artists and it didn't work out like Key, like Smokey Margella, but it's working out with Playboy Cardi because I know you don't like to give them credit, but I really do think being in that collective early in his career helped him. Being in all four records, being around. No, I give them credit. They're they're very important. That for helped him yeah. because that he even talked about like, yeah, 
first developing my style with ethereal, learning that underground aesthetic from what father and them were doing, that helped me so that when I built my label, the first thing I did was sign producers to try to create a new sound because he even talks about it on a whole lot of red. Punk Muck, how he wanted to sign Pierre. He wanted to sign Little Keed, Trippy Red. So he was, red. he's always been trying to be a boss. He tried to sign Hard Rock. I've told you about that homie before. He tried to sign, I think, Glock 40 Spaz. Didn't work out with those guys. By the way, Hard Rock is signed to Steven Victor now. So good luck to you. I wish he was able to still close the shit with Fani and Uno, but that's in the past. But that would have been yeah, nice. he's moved on. Shout out to Fani and Uno. I, Fani has a good project this year. He's, uh, he always be dropping heat. Yeah, and Uno, he's still around doing his thing too. I like the I really like the song he put out, I think, a year or two ago with Yeet. That joint is fire. But yeah, he's moved on. But it's funny because my mom said she drove by Garfield High School and it was a lot of boys wearing all black and she was confused. And I was like, damn, mm. it's on they opium swag. I actually been rocking a lot of all black lately. That's oh. all I'm rocking this winter. That's what's up. So you want to be down too? That's cool. But the funny thing is that I saw people making uh, memes online like, damn, all the opium kids are sad because Cardi's wearing green in the video. Like, what? You can wear the colors? Oh, no. <laughs> they were confused. And and it's interesting how it seemed like Cardi always, and I know I'm, I'm being annoying by keep comparing him to Uzi, but I don't know why I keep doing that. I just keep doing it, but it's hey, also, man, it's nothing wrong with that. It's human nature because a just, lot of times, they started kind of around the same time. And, and even Kanye did. He said the future. First, he said the future is Uzi. Then he's like, no, nah, there's always two. It's Uzi and Cardi. And he's like, no, nah, the future is Cardi. And it's, it, and it's interesting how Cardi was always aligned with like a producer. I know Uzi had Molly Raw. But um, yeah, Uzi being aligned with Pierre is like a thing to me. So. It's just interesting how you keep mentioning all these producers like Ken Carson and um um Art, what's his name? Art Dealer. Art Dealer, shout out KP Beats too. You're doing your thing, but that's what I've told you before. I've said it before on different episodes. That's always been the real formula to rap music. People coming up with the producer, because then you're altering the soundscapes as you advance. I've said that's been the magic cheat code. To future's longevity always it's not like he created these guys metro existed before zaytoven was already doing big things before he worked with future mike will already existed like gucci gave him the name mike will made it gucci man slayed it but it's just future got chemistry with these artists these producers and then they made magic and still to this day even when metro left them when all the homies Left them, he's still, hey, ATL Jacob, come here. Hey, you, I'm going to be good with you. And now Metro is back. So Cardi, he's real. That's why I said I think he realized that being in Awful Records. Like, all right, first I was with Ethereal. I created that sound. Then I got with Beat Plugs, Mexico Dro, you know, that so-called plug-in B style. Cardi was an innovator in that. And then I moved on from that. When with uh Pierre, oh, we created a new world with that. Then I leave Pierre, 
Then I did something with Richie South. Sorry, you guys will never hear it, though. <laughs> Richie South, you were supposed to be the next superstar producer, but that version of Whole Lot of Red got shelved and never came out. So now I'm with Art Dealer and uh, Phil. Hyperpop. Yeah, yeah. I'm, now I'm with Filthy and those boys. Starboy. Starboy. Yeah, Starboy. But see, that's the thing. A lot of these homies, Starboy, Out of Town. Art, that's all Hyperpop. That's Art Dealer's crew. Yeah, but they're not American. That's my point. Art okay. Dealer is from Japan. Mm. Out of Town and is from Netherlands. I think There's one named Gabe. Yeah, Gabe is an American. Shout out to Gabe. He's an American. I think he's signed to Opium too now because he he's made beat like he's a legend. I've been seeing Gabe on the internet forever. He used but, to be in a group called Uzi. But them and Pierre, like Hyperpop and Pierre, with Ken Carson, they all like created rage with like Trippy Red, Playboy Cardi, and Uzi. Yeah, and Trippy Red was getting a lot of production. He was one of the first people with Pierre too. So yeah. The new Rage aesthetic has definitely been innovated by them. And it's funny, I saw this clip because I saw this like two hour documentary about opium. Forgot the homie that did it, but um, he talked about how like Destroy Lonely said his favorite Playboy Cardi project is Die Lit. And when you listen to his music, he is more of that aesthetic. And then Ken Carson said his favorite rap album ever is Whole Lot of Red. And I, I could see why, nigga, because... That's basically your world that you helped create and your boss was inspired by it and took it up another level. And, you know, the so cool, Fago too. Yeah, he was a part of it, too. And he's dead now. His career's out of here. <laughs> he signed to Travis Scott and disappeared. Yeah. But um, it's cool, though, for Cardi. I think another reason why he's excited and he's about to do numbers is because I think he feels good that. Destroy Lonely and Ken Carson had breakout years this well this year. A great chaos and if looks could kill, both did well numerically, you know, sales-wise, even though the fans don't seem to like if looks could kill as much. I like that project. It is too long, but there's a lot of good stuff there. And I actually don't like the Ken Carson project as much, but hey man, hey, that song is fire. The fans don't like Destroy Lonely's project that much? Yeah, they don't like Destroy Lonely's album as much because they said it's too long and it sounds the same. I and, liked it when I heard it. And they, they like more because I think they don't like how the, the the guitar, the rock influence, they like more of his brighter, ragey stuff. Because, mm. yeah, Destroy Lonely ain't really doing the rage thing on this album. But I absolutely love the label on the lane that Cardi help creating that he's like leading in and and bringing up the younger ones that's like the stuff that rap was always like when i was growing up yeah so uh how do you feel about swan bizzo potentially hosting this mixtape we grew up on djs hosting mixtapes i've seen some of the kids already upset about it do you respect the uh cardi lincoln with swan bizzo and potentially yeah, i think that's dope like mixtape I love that he's like always beating all the stupid young kids to all the cool shit. Like, I like that he has somebody hosting a mixtape, and the young kid. A lot of people could have done this. Like Uzi could have done fair, it. Remember, Tyler did this with DJ Drama and won a Grammy. Yeah, but he's all in that neo soul shit. And what man. about uh, you know? Okay, but Cardi is cool with uh Tyler. They talk a lot. Yeah, they're both underground kings. The our future was underground. You know, legends. So I like that Tyler they did. I like music that. together. They 
Uh, you know, Cardi's on Earthquake from the Igor album. That's I, they made music together. They cool with each other. And I like that. Um, I like that Cardi's continuing it because it's just, you know, I mean, I can't really blame people like Migos and them for doing it because they were already doing it before. Like they are part of like the people hosting mixtape things. So yeah, it's just good. To they're, see. they're the end of that era. Yeah, so it's good to see like the suburbanites that like uh type of rappers doing it too. Well, technically Migos are from the suburbs, but I mean they make street I, music is what I mean. I think yeah, but I think the differentiation that you're looking for is that Migos is the end of that live mixtapes era and then Playboy Cardi is the SoundCloud era. Mm-hmm. So SoundCloud era, they just putting up singles on the internet and seeing what people like. So yep. for him to try to make a mixtape, I think that's tight. And uh, to your point, uh, even I know you don't want to, you know, mention it, but I'll say it. A uh, shout out to Kendrick. You know, he had remember Kid Capri on Damn. <laughs> yeah, he did. No, you so, can mention it. I ain't tripping. I like that album. Yeah, I, was, I actually but, saw a video today that was talking about how each album is a different form of media. Yeah, that's what I mean. He ain't the first person to try to do that. Little brother was doing that already. You know. 20 years like ago. Like minstrel show and shit? Yeah, the listening is the radio show. The minstrel shows the TV show. And then their next album was supposed to be, I think, a, like a movie. But, you know, that's when they broke they up. The Ninth Wonder said, I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. Shout out the little brother, though. They put out a documentary. like a, It's like an hour and a half or something. I'll try to check it out, you know. So Playboy Cardi is the undisputed king of SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. He's number one. You know, rest in peace, Triple X. That was his competition. Triple mm-hmm. you know, X is another king. And Uzi was his competition. Yeah, Uzi was too, but Uzi fell off. Shout out to the homie on the internet, you know, that called, that got uh, mad when people try to say, hey, man, that Cardi song sucks. Listen to NFL by Uzi. It's one homie said, I don't want to listen to that depressed midget. <laughs> It's crazy how Uzi's the better rapper, but Cardi does the better music and like not crazy because we see it all the time, but yeah. I just explained it with future and Jake. Exactly. Cole. That's your life, man. But it's just crazy that like Uzi has like more of the talent to me and his career is like falling fast while Cardi is just still rising. It's well, I think a part of it has to do with sometimes you're too talented that you have to do too many things. You can't fine tune and lock into something. It's the same thing that I said about Nikki and Drake. Nikki and Drake, you know, because they're pop mega stars and they have uh, audience in different realms of, you know, the world that, oh, Nicki Minaj, because I'm from the Caribbean, I have to do a Caribbean song. Oh, because I like... Uh, pop music i gotta make these ballads oh because i'm trying to I tap super in. bass i gotta do another yeah, super bass yeah because i want I, I guess because i want uh you know the gospel audience to hear me i'm gonna make a gospel song so she doing a lot the same thing with drake i'm trying to ne- network with the kids and i'm trying to make girl songs and i'm trying to show i can still rap they're always trying to do a lot work with playboy cardi future they get to have eras like how Michael Jackson had the red jacket thriller era. He had the um I'm bad black leather shit era. You know what I'm saying? Like Prince had like Purple Rain era. He had um 
fucking I ain't gonna say Cherry Hill, but 1999, Batman, The Three Shades, like you know what I mean? Like Cardi has eras. Uzi doesn't have any eras to me. Like everything, like you said, it like almost it's like the same thing each time. He doesn't get to lock in, and it's just I feel like that's another big difference. Like Cardi has the self-titled. He got dilated air. He got whole whole lot of red air. Now this is another air. You know what I mean? He has different air. That's because he's changing his appearance and his sound. Even with Future, he's changed his appearance and his sound throughout the years. When he was wearing the hat, ain't when he was rocking the bandanas. When that's not when he was wearing certain things. So that changes with the also the aesthetic, but that's not where I'm going with it. Where I'm going with it is that the simplicity and how they are allows yeah. them to just be themselves and they don't have to like future can do a lot of things, but he's realized, he, Hey, some people don't want that from me. So basically after honest, they I left him alone. Them, so. They left, they left future alone and it made him stop trying to do everything at once. Yeah, because like, he tried to do it with Honest. Yeah, and they let him, They after Honest, they stopped. Like, all right, we're going to leave you alone. We just let you do whatever because it's, it's working. But, um, yeah, like, I, I get what you're saying, though. Uzi does, too, uh, he sings and raps really good, so he has to do that. He does poppy stuff. He has to do everything while Cardi can just, I'm about to just tune in on this thing, one thing right now. Yeah, he's not trying to make a hit. That's what I'm saying. He's just trying to make cool shit. That's the difference. And he don't got like no old '90s niggas. Like we need a we need a girl record. We need a a party record. Let me just say, record to him. Like Uzi got people saying the word record to him. That when you got somebody <laughs> saying the word record to you, that's like career ending right there. Nah, man. But Playboy Cardi still makes girl songs, but he just does it his way. Like he got. I don't know who told him to get Nicki Minaj, but hey, poke it out's a dope track. It 100% is. I don't know who told him to make control and put uh, academics at the beginning, but hey. <sighs> hey. I don't think Uzi even has a poke it out. Yeah, he doesn't. He don't got nothing that girls like. <laughs> His biggest song was, you know, All My Friends Are Dead. So, I mean, he did. He came in not having fun. He don't have one you song. You've had fun, though, money longer, right? Yeah, but... Poke it out like black girls like that. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> Even that beat's jiggy and happy. I smile when I hear that beat. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Uzi don't got nothing for the girls. Hey, I have scared of hoes. Yeah, kind of. But I got an old homie that said he got mad when we had that segment. He said, hey, man, you telling me that's the only way y'all look at it? And I was like, hey, man, Jamal's a DJ. So that's a big part of how he views music. Cause he was like, he was like, hey man, wasn't worried about public enemy making songs for parties and certain stuff. I'm not saying that that's important. All I'm saying is just think about it. That as an artist, that has to feel weird that you don't have a song that women can dance to. Well, they can't get they can't boogie to fight the power. No, like MOP told Nori, we don't got no girl records. Well, were they proud of it? They sounded like they were. Like that's crazy. Like. Anywhere there's women, none of your art can be played anywhere there's women at. Yeah. That's weird. Now, that is true. I saw this little clip of Crooked Eye when he was talking about, like, how he had to change, how Tupac's helped him change the way he evaluated uh, rappers because, you know, he, as a kid growing up, he cared about bars, 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 lyrics. But he was like, nah, Tupac, 
could do anything. And people that try to downplay his lyrics don't look at his skill as a writer. And he mentioned how one of his homies told him, like, yo, Crook, you nice, but hey, when I go to the function, I never hear your music. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Didn't didn't you didn't Tyler say he got tired or not? Somebody said it. Well, Tyler still don't have a song for parties, so it can't be him. So, somebody it. said it like they got tired of being out and like never hearing hear shit. Yeah, like they're out having fun with people. They're with their friends and never playing their music. Hey, you can't have fun to you. That's what uh Pusha T tried to do by getting Don Tolliver on that song. Mm -hmm. That's not a song people play. Maybe they don't. He said when girls get dressed, uh, when they're about to go to the club, they playing Don Tolliver. That's that's why I got him on my song. Mm. And I don't think they playing Scrape It Off The Top. Really nice. The <laughs> that guy. Shout out to Pusha T. Shout out to the Clips. They had a dope interview uh, recently in D.C. And they had a performance at the Kennedy Center. So, um, yeah, man. Shout out to the Clips. No Malice still said, I ain't going to rap with you, though. We ain't doing an album, but you, I'll do a show with you. That's fine. Yeah, that is cool, you know. And I'm but I'm mad. I'm mad at Pusha T. He lied and said he was gonna put out more music and increase his work rate and didn't do nothing this year. Yeah, and let Jim Jones diss him. Yeah, he let Jim Jones and uh he let Jim Jones and Little Yachty bully him. Yeah, I don't like that, but hey, salute. What? Yeah. Is that real? Giannis had 64 points tonight? Oh, hell no. Wow. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I like. Yeah, I know. That's Being what a I big play. dog, unlike Kevin Durant. That nigga will give you 35. <laughs> yeah. Nigga will give you 35 and be cool with it. And be like, y'all niggas judge basketball stupid. Dang, yeah. So Indiana took the game ball after Giannis scored a franchise high 64 points. Yeah, they mad. Why are they that bad? That's weird. Because they're in the same division. Divisional rivalries are coming back to basketball. We love it. 64 points, 14 rebounds, four steals, three assists, one You should have seen how the... Do you know how I found out it happened? Because I saw a clip of the Nasus body popping. Oh, yeah. That nigga is a good cheerleader. He's like uh, Ronnie Toria. <laughs> no, you got, I'm about to show He was losing his mind. He was losing his body. His teammates had to calm him down. Dang, would you My go brother? Yeah, brother, yeah, I'm still on the team. Oh, brother, the year? they say he's a good locker room guy. He is, he's a hell of a nigga, man. They say he keeps the team like motivated. He be playing the afro beats. Hey, come on, man. You need you need a thanas to surround you. What would it be like if you were on the same team as your brother and you were Giannis and your brother's thanasis? Do you think that would be tight? Thanasis older, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Is that worse? Whoa, they had to calm him down. Whoa, a white dude pulled up. <laughs> Whoa, what's that? Hold on, let me see what happened before that. Oh, they're about to fight. <laughs> they about to they're fighting his brother, that's why. Yeah, man. I gotta go protect the blood. He got I mean this this money. I gotta go fight. <laughs> Do whatever I can to stay on this. So you know so you know for a fact that's the only reason why he's on the team. Of course. Come on, man. The Nas is two years older than Giannis. Giannis really said, keep my brother on the team. Hey, man, he said he almost went to the Knicks. Dang, so he's really keeping him on the team? Yeah, man, keep my brother. 
<laughs> keep my brother around, nigga. Hey. And he gets a million dollars a year, right? <laughs> well, you want to see the Nassus contract? That <laughs> nigga said a million a year. Like he makes his brothers getting paid. Well, you you want to see his contract? I'm about to look at it right now. Nah, don't look at don't look for it, man. Hide it. Because Giannis don't gotta give him no money. Yeah, he don't. Yeah. One year, two million. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he don't gotta I give can't... him no money. I can't <laughs> ask him to borrow nothing. Whoa. You got it, bro. <laughs> you got 2.3 this year. Don't laugh at don't say don't laugh and say you got it, bro. Yeah, you got 2.3 this year. You good? You can you make fly it... your family out to Disney. You make it 60 this year, Thanasi. I mean, Giannis helping me out still help. Nah, bro. We we grew up poor in Greece. You should know how to appreciate this two million. What? What's the young one the name again? Oh, Costas. Hey. Can't get him in there. Hey man, he was on the Bucks G League team the last time I heard. Now he's playing for the Patanakanakos. Oh, he, <laughs> man, he Greek basketball league. And where's Alex at? Oh, there's another one? Yeah, man. It's four of them that play basketball. Alex, let's see. Then they actually got a picture of him, too. Whoa, you thought he was a ghost? Plays for the Wisconsin Herd in the G League. Dang, oh, he's still close. See, yeah, he's placed for the Bucks too. Yeah, three of them on the Bucks, boy. Dang, they get keeping him close. <laughs> he went to high school in Wisconsin. Yeah, where else was he going to go to high school? My brother plays in Milwaukee. We all here. Nobody else went to high school in Wisconsin. Because he, they were all old enough. Costas. Giannis is what? Oh, Costas did go to high school in Wisconsin. Oh, he did too. Okay, yeah. Dane and Young Ones got to go to high school. They fought. His Giannis is really like, he really got them straight. He's Christopher Columbus, man. Born Ade Takumbo. Mm. You know, Nigerians, they always got Ade. Did you ever see the clip of when Giannis was having fun in the streets in his car? On IG Live, and then his girl said, uh, hey, you were supposed to be home an hour ago, bro. Where are you? <laughs> mm. uh, he was yeah, he orders work. like uh 60, he orders like 60 nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Well, that was after they won, and he so he scored 50, so he wanted a 50 piece for mm. his 50 piece. That's all. He did that shit in the drive-thru. That's crazy. I, I haven't been in a Chick-fil-A drive-thru in years. That's what's up. That used to be a trap. No, I still go there. I just do it from the app and pick it up. Don't have to wait for nothing. Oh, uh, I thought I thought you were too classy. You deleted it from No, this. Chick-fil-A is going to be around forever. That's the number one fast food in America. Whoa. It is fast food. Five guys is number one by number. Yeah, right. They have quality. Oh, okay. There you go. You have to change it, man. Don't just yeah. say number one. Chick-fil-A is probably still the most loved. I don't know, man. Chick-fil-A is the only fast food I eat. I don't even, I haven't been to McDonald's in years. Oh, no, that's terrible. I don't touch Burger King. I don't touch Wendy's. I don't, like, I might go to the off-brand niggas every now and then, like Checkers or Hardee's or some shit. And they always disappoint me. I only, and um, <laughs> I guess you can count Popeye's. They trick me every now and then. But recently, those ghost pepper wings been fucking my stomach up. Can't oh, eat shit. It's the next day. I heard they got new flavors now. Them shits is all right. I try. They got like barbecue, garlic parmesan. They they trying to be like wing stopping them. The honey barbecue is pretty good. My brother tricked me into getting them because I was going to get wing stop or buffalo wild wings. 
Uh, I like the I like the dry rub from Buffalo Wild Wings. That's true. the only one. But he tricked me into getting those. I'm like, I might not even get Wingstop no more. And I had them. Oh, he said nah, he tricked me. Get Wingstop, bro. Them shits is not where it's at to me. That's that's it for me, honestly. With Popeyes, they're done. Nice. I might get the tenders, maybe, but they're done. But Chick Fil A, number one. Period. Chick Fil A. Do you think? Uh, I've seen this theory going around, and I I kind of agree with them. I don't think Chick-fil-A is that good. It's the sauce that makes it good because the actual chicken on its own ain't that flavorful. That's a strong point. The chicken is still flavorful, though. Like, don't do not get it twisted. But the chicken and sauce Damn. combination is, is dangerous. But the waffle fry and sauce combination. So that, that is a point. The sauce and that I don't is like the, main the waffle thing. fries. Like the waffle fries, are the kind of the weakest fries on the fast food market. I've heard people say that, but to me, they're smoking crack. I think the waffle fries is fire. I don't really care for no goddamn McDonald's fries. I don't know why y'all niggas love them shit so much. Niggas love McDonald's. Yeah, they were fire back in the day. It's not as good as it used to be. You know, quality and everything has gone down. I even think soda's fake now. I feel like the 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 fizz and soda be dying out quick. I'm not I'm not even a soda drinker like that. But yeah, sometimes soda's trash now. But sometimes I've realized, like even I, you know me, Jamal knows I'm a sparkling water connoisseur. The bubbly in that even be fading out faster. I don't know what's going on with the carbonation in the streets, but y'all need to check that out. All I know is like a cold ass um, ginger ale still be hitting every now and then to me. How long does the carbonation stay engaged when you ginger in- ale? It'd be kind of it'd be it'd be there. Let me all that right and all that orange soda shit be dying. Nah, that ginger ale be crashing out quick because that's what I be fooling with. It depends what you get. You probably uh. You probably drinking at Schweppes. Nah, we always we only get Canada Dry, man. Yeah, Canada Dry. See, uh, what's the? Uh, I think it's Seagrams, right? They straight. Seagrams word. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Schweppes is when you get into the mid. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. Chick Fil A is fire to me. I love that shit. I love it a lot, man. You're still a card carrying member, right? Nah, I never activated my card, but my membership in the app is getting strong. I got a lot of points in there. That's what's I'm about to get to another level. I'm about to get jumped into another level. Oh, okay, okay. So what's up, man? Well, hey, man, I I think uh you need to check out that No Name CD, man. Let I me... do too, because you mentioned her a lot, and I've realized only totally damn I didn't listen to her yet. After he mentioned her a lot, he mentioned her again tonight. Told my brother Nana to check her out, and he said he enjoyed the album. He likes how soulful and how cool her style is, and. Uh, he even asked me where she's from because he wasn't hip to her. And I was like, yeah, she's from Chicago. He was like, oh, okay, okay. I like that, man. She's dope. So, yeah. Shout out to No Name. Your album is fire. Your Tiny Desk performance is fire, too. And Dang, she, so she moved Dreezy out the way? Well, she she moved out all the Chicago art scene. Like, Chance is dead. Vic Mensa is still trying. But I don't I think, the, like, the best people in Chicago now is kind of like a... For like just making music, not like who's hopping in the mainstream. I think the best artist now is like a uh, no name and Mick Jenkins. People love him. You mentioned yeah, it. Yeah, dude, the dude my job was listening to him yesterday. Yeah, people love Mick Jenkins. They talk about how his album this year is fire. So why does she look like that on the um, album cover? Huh? She look like Martin. You said she looks like Martin on the album cover. I don't know if that's supposed to be her. If that's a representation of a black woman. I don't know. 
The joint look kind of crazy. Yeah, it's called Sundown, man. Lock in. So, uh, you know, the sundown's the OG clock. So maybe it's a reference to time. She sucked the dick, she go crazy. Whoa, whoa, that's what you're looking for. You're not gonna find that over here. Okay. That's what little RT that's uh yeah. nine-year-old, six-year-old said. And there's real hip hop, there's real hip hop on this. Electronica's on the album, the comments. Oh Silk Money, Billy Woods. Oh, Silk Money's on here? Yeah, Real Underground Kings is on here. Damn, Jay Electronica is about to pull up on me again. Quick, come on, man. You know he's the underground king. Does he say Jay Electricity or Hanukkah? Nah, man, but he's looking for the synagogue or something. I don't know, allegedly. Jay Electronica. And another album that I got to highlight before we disappear is RXK Nephew and Harry Fraud, Life After Neff. You're trying to act like you didn't care about them niggas that much. Nah, I like RX Poppy. I'm an RX Poppy fan. I don't like I don't like RXK nephew as much, but this album was very good and I was impressed. Shout out to Harry Fraud. You gave nephew way better beats than you gave currency. <laughs> but yeah, this project is fire. Authority figure with valet. Um, what's it called? The round table, gotta eat, hunted on the dresser, fine wine, top chef neff, real cool player music, funny punchlines, of course. You're going to get a lot of bass content from the Rochester boys. RX Poppy makes a feature on here, too, on RX Instructions. They go crazy on that track. But, yeah, this project is dope, too. Only 30 minutes. Hey, man, you know me. You can make a good project between 30 and 40 minutes. I'm your guy. I will promote your album. So salute to No Name again. Check out Sundial and check out that RXK nephew and Harry Fraud, you know, that's my underground report. And also, Jamal, I had to let you know that uh, Pitchfork put out a list of their best rap songs of 2023. And, you know, guess who made the list? Um, Lil Tyler. Uh, I didn't remember. Maybe he did. But the people that I do remember, because I was just, you know, Sideshow made the list. El Cousteau made this list. And KP Skywalker. So shout out the number one music publication is showing love to DC rap. So they even know DC is on the rise. So that's cool. Did you watch Aunt Glizzy's uh sit down with academics? No, I did not. Mm, you should watch it. <laughs> yeah, for what? So we, have, so we can have something to talk about. What that's gonna give you something to talk about? Oh Lord. I need you to see it, man. I've seen it already. Uh, I need you to listen to No Name's album. How about I'll that? I listen to it, but I want you to see it because people are excited. Like, yo, man, it's like the best thing coming out of our city. And then people, somebody in the comments said, "I would be embarrassed if this is like what my like the best thing my city has to offer." <laughs> well, people really think like he's they're like, yo, he he doing it for the DMV. Like they really they they're proud of it. It's interesting. Yeah, well, it embarrasses me honestly because he. He talks like with a neck roll and snaps his neck and shit. And like, hey, well, hey, now you're taking it somewhere where I don't know where it has to be. I'm just saying, like, that shit look weird to people not from around here. I feel like people from around here are kind of used to that, like, that accent a little bit. And people from outside of here, they they call people, they, they think they're feminine a lot. And I just, hey, man, I, leave him alone. I, industry. I would say something, but I won't say something because this is a family show and I don't want to get in trouble. 
Hey man, it's not about getting in trouble. This nigga spreads negativity while being. No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what I was gonna say, you know. But I'll relax, man. Rest in peace, Bobby Bowden. That's all I'm gonna say. But uh, to make me go crazy. But, hey, they want to look like they grandmas. But um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know you must have been excited when you heard that uh, potentially in 2028. The Washington Wizards and the Washington Capitals will now be moving to Potomac Yards. You know, I'm not excited. And joining, joining the Nova area, man. So, um, there's a lot you know of how bad traffic's going to be right there. Potomac Yards traffic can get stupid already. It, it is ridiculous. But uh, you're an entrepreneur. You're a money maker. You're a future homeowner. You're not excited for your property value going all the way up. For that price to go up, no. <laughs> you don't Why want to one percent tax to bring sports here. That shit is dumb, dog. Don't bring no fucking basketball team right there. It's all it's already um north south. You know Virginia with our north south shit, it gets bottlenecked because the water's to the right or depending on whatever direction you're looking. The water's east, and Crystal City, like Crystal Drive, don't really have um. Like standstill traffic like that, but around Potomac Yards, it can get like a little weird. Like right before you get to Old Town, yeah, like it's, yeah. Like it's real skinny and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, so it's just and like it's just I don't know. It just doesn't seem right to me. Like it's gonna get ugly in Old Town and shit like that. It's gonna get ugly over there. It's gonna get ugly on Crystal Drive. It's just so I just I just think the Wizards should stay in D.C. Like, that to me is tight. Like, why would you move the basketball team to Virginia? Like, they're going to, like, whiten up the, like, attendance and stuff. And, like, I don't think white people care about basketball. So I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. I think the caps are coming, though, so that'll change everything. That's what they're really doing it for. Because them, them white fans in Virginia will pull up to the caps, for sure. I mean, when you look at the... The you know geography of the area. Don't you think that uh the majority of DC sports fans are from Virginia, anyways? <laughs> um, Let's bring them all here. Not really. I think they're in Maryland and Virginia. Why don't they ever touch Moco ever? Huh? I guess that's too out the way for everybody. It is what Moco. Yeah, it is. Get out of here. But yeah. uh. I'd look at it like not. Nah, I just look at it like they look at the numbers. They know where their season ticket holders are. They know the majority of the DC sports fans are in Virginia. That's why they wanted to move the commanders to Virginia too. But it looks like because the Wizards and Capitals are coming to Virginia, at least DC will try to act serious and make sure that the commanders move back to DC and they revamp I about that. K Stadium. I thought about that. I feel like that's like the the only I'll be good the thing. trade. Yeah, like the football team will come back, and they like Potomac Yards because it's a like you you can get there from the harbor by boat and shit. Mm -hmm. They're trying to make that harbor boat shit be a thing. That's yeah, why Aquaquan is trying to like build itself up too, so that you can go to the harbor from Aquaquan. Very they're true. To use, they're trying to use the Aquaquan mm -hmm. River and the Potomac River like heavily to mm -hmm. National Harbor. So yeah, I don't like it at all. I want the Wizards. And the caps to stay in DC. That's just tight to me. Taking the metro downtown DC, like it's just after a game, you're still in the city. Like that's like tight to me. Bro. It is cool. I I do enjoy that aspect of you know going to a Wizards game and going to a restaurant or a bar afterwards. And yeah, 
enjoying the lifestyle of the city. And, you know, I saw Michael Wilbon talk about, hey, man, basketball is a city game and you want to move it to the suburbs. Yeah, that's some football shit to do. Yeah, hey, man. Like the 49ers going where they at. I think. Nah, man, yeah. the Pistons play in Auburn Hills. Everybody has moved out from the inner city, the urban area to the suburbs. Hey, it's business. Not, um, not the Sixers. They still in Philly. Hey, man. Shout out to the Atlanta Braves. They left Atlanta a long time ago for Cobb County. That's This is heritage. Don't the San Francisco Braves play in Santa Clara? Hey, man. That's what I'm saying. They did it, but that's like that matches like football and baseball. Yeah, you no, basketball, the Warriors left Oakland. You got to leave the ghetto sometimes. But they still in the city of San Francisco. <laughs> Oakland niggas can't afford that. <laughs> hey, man, it's over. They still in the city, though. Yeah, Oakland lost all they shit. The That's what I'm saying. And D.C., you guys going to lose it, too. <laughs> <laughs> D.C.'s going to lose it? Yeah, if you don't behave. Yeah, they robbing everything. They have the Nationals. At least the Nationals are locked in. And the and, and D.C. United. <laughs> See, I was wishing that they would move and like the Redskins shit can go over there. Oh yeah, that would be cool. But now nah, let them have RFK back. That's the like that whole thing, like the uh, Audi Field and yeah. the Nationals Park. All that should be for the Commanders. Too late. They already walked in their trap and took over the trap quick. Mm -hmm. There's nowhere else that they can put the Commanders because yep. RFK on government shit, and for some reason. They love DC Armory a lot. So <laughs> if they revamp RFK, they're going to have to take away the DC Armory. Yeah, they are. They're going to have to sacrifice something. I've seen people calling uh, Mario Bowser, the mayor of DC, Mumbo Mario. How do you, what do you think about that? I'm surprised she's still around. They've been giving her a hard time for years. <laughs> well, they keep voting for her, so they must like her. Because they seem like they don't. Yeah, do I do see people hating on her, but <laughs> they be talking shit, but she's still around. Yeah, man. And hey, just like her, y'all can talk shit about us, but we ain't going nowhere, man. This chopper suit convos. We the greatest in the world. And hey, hope y'all enjoyed yourselves. We're gonna highlight y'all next week. Christmas around the corner. You about to get your swag. Are you going out of town for Christmas? What's your what's your move like? No, I ain't going out of town. I might be going to Brooklyn for, for um New Year's. Yeah. We'll nice, see, but nice. No, nothing guaranteed. Have you spent New Year's in New York before? Never. I spent New Year's in New Orleans, but not New York. Mm, okay. Should be cool, right? Are you looking at the weather projections, seeing how it's gonna look like so far? And that's too far ahead. Won't really matter to me. I got a rack of North Face shit. I got a rack of Oakley shit. I got all kinds of mountain gear, man. Oh, yeah. I forgot, man. I, forgot. I went crazy for the winter. I got a lot of North Face, Oakley, um, eight Nike ACG. I got my mountain climbing shit. That's all, that's what I'm on this winter. All black mountain climbing shit with a little bit of tan in there, too. I, you'll, when you, If you ever catch me outside, you'll see me with my utility belt on. All right. All right. That's what's up. You can't dress like that and tell the Wizards and Capitals to stay in D.C. <laughs> Don't you know Lauren's about to open up a new ski resort? You, you ready for that? I knew that already. I know somebody who lives, who bought a house mm -hmm. around there just because of that ski resort. It's going to be yeah, like a one-of-a-kind thing. Like It's going to be like the only one of its kind on the whole East Coast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm hip to that. The whole, from Lorton all the way down to like... um. 
Dell City, like on the Route One way, like where Checkers is at, and Abori mm -hmm. Gardens. But like Abori Gardens all the way up to Lord, and all that shit's getting changed. Yeah, and that's where all that National Harvest shit's gonna be connecting to, and the VREs there. So they about to do a lot of shit on that whole block, that whole strip. Yep, yep, man. Shout out to the casino in Dumfries. It's loading. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they're building another um community near BJ's. It's gonna be like Tyson's Corner and Woodbridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. It's gonna hey, be I can't dress like a mountain man and say you gotta stay in the city. Yeah, hell no. You're a suburban dude like me, man. Come to the suburbs. Nah, man, like mountain gear, that's that's city shit. That's like that's DC, you always been on the ACG. Yeah, Nike boots and they North were Pink dressing shit. to come to the suburbs. That's what I always thought of it as. They wanted to come out here, psych nine. But yeah, hey, man. Well, you still want to be from DC though, even though you're from the suburbs. It's not about be wanting to be from DC. I just love that DC has always been on North. That's Pink. been your swag leader forever. No, I just like that they've always been on North Face and ACG, and I just think like how it's full circle and like I'm just on a well, lot. New of York ACG. will say they taught them that. You know I'm just that. on a lot of I'm just on a lot of ACG Oakley and Norkley uh North Face shit. Mm. You know right. what I'm saying? O Oakley has really cool pants. ACG got really cool pants. Oakley got cool jackets, shades, North Face got cool jackets. Oakley got some dope ass shoes that are crazy. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I'm just just a swag I'm on, you know. Hey man. Shout out to the Wizards and the Capitals. Welcome to Nova. Enjoy yourself. Shout out to Giannis scoring 64 points with no three-pointers. Old school African style. We can't shoot. Nah, he didn't Potomac. make 24-32 free throws. That's great. They're about to take away the target at Potomac Yards. They better not touch the giant over there. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, they about to get rid of that best buy too, you know. Get out of here. But... And shout out to Skylar Jones. You know, he went he played basketball at Mount Vernon. Last time I seen him, it was uh at the Giant at Potomac Yards a few months ago. Shout out, shout out my homie. I ain't seen him in a minute since before that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just another city nigga North Face up. Who said that, Jim Jones? Nah, Fat Trail. Uh, well, all right. <laughs> Chaba suit convos. Oh, yeah, Max B remixed Nike boots. That's why New Yorkers thought they did it. Nah, and Jim Jones said he invented Nike boots. He created it. And then... uh. Max B did a remix to the song, and people thought like, "No, Wale did his song after Max B." Like people really thought that. Yeah, they, you know, hey, people don't know how to do history. There's still people fighting. I don't know because you know a lot of this information is hard to find. Just like I don't believe hip hop was really created in 1973. That's just Jamaicans hustling. Hey man, I don't know who created the artist-driven mixtape. Dip said said they did it. Fifty. G Unit said they did it. We don't know. They both dropped 2002. I don't know who dropped first. So, hey, good luck. Rest in peace, K Slay, because he hosted the early Diplomats tapes. He would know, but you know, he's not with us physically anymore. You know, but. uh. And all I know is that Sadat X from Brand Nubian said when he came down to DC, he saw them wearing Butter Tims. He didn't know about that. He saw them wearing shoes with reflected lights on it, New Balances in um new york didn't know about that and russell simmons said he got his idea of fat farm from universal madness and like uh hobo we are one all that shit so dc helped influence the fat farm rockaway shit they helped influence butters and broccolis and nike boots and new balances 
So DC is a real streetwear place. And now you see in the streetwear world, niggas overseas and niggas all over the place be on all, all on that North Face shit. They be all on that ACG shit. So, and this is Sadat X from Brand Nubian who said this. Yeah, so well, they don't they don't care because the Timberland is the New York staple shoe. So hey. they can have it now, but it started just like a Kanye said the first time he seen niggas wearing Gucci and Jordans was in Maryland, DC area. His dad used to live in um forgot where he said uh yeah, his dad yeah, used PG. to live in Maryland, PG. Yeah, and he said DC is where he first saw people wearing designer and focused sneakers and to him, that's what made him want to be fresh because he said in Chicago, niggas was dressing like heavy D. No disrespect, RIP, but I guess they're wearing bright colors and big suits and stuff. They weren't wearing fly designer stuff. So And they got Jordans, so I don't know how they, they didn't know how to do that. <laughs> well, they didn't know how to wear. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Y'all got them all. <laughs> they got them. They're so uh, intimate with the shoe. They call them mics. Yeah, they, they call them mics. You're right. Yeah. One of those calls them mics. <laughs> they so intimate with them. <laughs> and they call the Team Jordans Mexican mics. Oh, yeah. See, very disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I know they have beef with Mexicans. That's a longish, you know. That's... Mexican mics. Yeah, yeah. All right. Travis <laughs> and Cubbles, we out there. <laughs>